up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups, where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliance's. That's right, and you're going to learn why I wasn't able to sleep all night with our next hero who I'm going to be interviewing. But also, too, wanted to thank you all for the feedback we continue to have when I interviewed Alexis DeJoria. Make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com because it is the only place, the only place where entrepreneurs align. All right, our next hero. You know what? I think of him all the time when I go and take a shower, and you're going to wonder why, right? Well, get this. Are you ready? Our next hero, he is the co-founder and chairman of the board of John Paul Mitchell Systems. And if that wasn't enough, he's also founder and chairman of Patron Spirits, which was acquired by Bacardi for $5.1 billion. We have with us John Paul DeJoria, JP, who can be reached at paulmitchell.com. All right, JP, let's get started right away here. First of all, is, is you're an icon. Everybody knows you. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Now, how in the world do you take $700 that you borrowed from someone and turn that into a multi-billion dollar empire? I would say it's believing, David, in the American dream. The American dream is real. It really, really works. Uh, we had a backer that pulled out, wouldn't give us a dime. I quit everything I did and decided, let's just go ahead anyways. And we did go ahead. We believe that if we told enough people about our product, no matter how long it took, it's going to take off because the quality was that good. So it was basically, I believed in the American dream and said, just like selling encyclopedias. I'll knock on as many doors as I had to when I was younger and sold books door to door for commission only, by the way, as I have to, because it's so good. I just need people to use it and they'll want to reorder it. But it was really believing the American dream was real. And it was the toughest times when we started, David, extremely tough. Inflation, 12.5%, unemployment, 10.5%, interest rates, 17% minimum. We waited in line for gasoline. It was just a tough time to start for anybody. But we went for that American dream and the quality was there and that's what took off that's why we decided to do it we believed in the dream and how often do you reflect on those days the days when it was you know money obviously being extremely tight right uh, not even close to afford, afford a meal yet now you can go to a restaurant and buy the restaurant that is correct yeah i'm very very fortunate and the way it feels today is because that was 40 years ago when i started it and Today, it still feels wonderful. I would say probably at least once a month when I walk into one of my residents, I own more than one resident, when I walk in there or I get on the plane, I say, oh my God, God, thank you for this unbelievable graciousness that has been bestowed upon me. The dream does come true, but I'm going to continue to give back. And I do to make the whole world and planet a better place to live because I'm here. Now, you know, you're being so successful within the, the John Paul Mitchell systems, the brand and all that. Why then 
look and continue to invest into restaurants, uh, start a, another company, Patron Spirits, and go through all the additional stress when you've already achieved so much? I'm an entrepreneur, an American entrepreneur that luckily has the energy to be able to do it. So if I got the right management team in there, why not? If something excites me, why not get into it? Now, obviously, I'm kind of overwhelmed now with Paul Mitchell, with Patron, with Rocket, with John Paul Pett and other things. But there were things that I believed in that I thought were the greatest good for the greatest number and fun. And that's why I got involved in them. And it turned out that I was very fortunate after learning the industry a bit to get some of the greatest people to be able to work with me, like Ed Brown and Patron. I mean, he's just a, a miracle man. But part of it also is once you get going, especially multi-companies, find really good people that know how to manage that and are motivated and friendly to be able to go ahead with it. It's fun and it's the American way. And we all are, we're, all, we're all capable, by the way, David, of doing more than one thing. We're all capable of doing that. All right. Well, that leads to the next thing. Do you think entrepreneurs are born or made or what? I would say entrepreneurs are born because and made. I'm sorry, born and made. Because when you're born, if you're influenced by a lot of people around you as you're born, that you could succeed, everything is going to be good and acknowledge you. And you can do anything you want, basically. But that's if you were born and brought up properly. But the making, now we're going back to if people motivate you during your life to succeed. But if people did not motivate you to succeed, which happens to a lot of people, especially when I speak at prisons, they don't motivate. They're, they're squashed down. They're, they're, you know, they're just pushed aside and they're never validated. But all of a sudden, something will happen in their life that will excite them. They say, well, by gosh, that's me. These other people are not me. I am not what people have said about me. I am different. And today's going to be the first day of the rest of my life. Like we used to say in the 1960s, this is the first day of the rest of my life. No matter what happened in my life, no matter who I don't like, I'm going to forgive everybody. It's off my shoulders and I'm going for success in whatever I do. And success isn't just the amount of money you make. Success is how well do you do what you do? You could, uh, like high school, I was the most successful janitor, even got a 25 cent an hour raise <laughs> because I cleaned things so good when nobody else was looking. Well, we're here to motivate because you're listening to me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Hero Show. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-S.com because we have the honors today to interview John Paul DeJoria, co-founder again and chairman of the board of John Paul Mitchell Systems, founder and chairman of Patron Spirits, which was acquired by Bacardi. You can reach him at paulmitchell.com. Let's talk about maybe some of the secrets that you shared with your daughter, Alexis, who also, again, we had on the Alliance's Heroes show. Yeah. And she was growing up to really, because she's successful in her field, and it's something very different from what you're doing. Oh, yeah, she's a top fuel funny car racer, 335 miles an hour and three point something seconds. I mean, unbelievable. But some of the things we shared growing up was a positive mental attitude to look at the brighter side of things, no matter how bad things might get. Also, the two secrets, I think, for every entrepreneur to know to success or two of the secrets, big ones. One is be prepared for a lot of rejection, whether it's people closing the door in your face or telling you can never make it or you're too big or too fat or or too this or too that. Or God knows what people unfortunately say to people people, don't believe them. Believe in yourself. And if you know a lot of rejection is going to be coming your way, you don't have to pay that much attention to it because you're prepared for it and it doesn't get you down. The second thing, make sure that your service, your job, or your product is the very best there is. You don't want to be in the selling business. You want to be in the reorder business where it's so good 
people want to tell others about it or reorder it themselves. It's that quality. My daughter racing, she kept on racing and has won five national events over the last several years, including the U.S. Nationals four years ago in Indy. She won Indy. Anyways, but what she learned was no matter how good you are, you can always do a little better. Don't be complacent. And that's what she did. And that's what we do. And we try and do on a regular basis. We goof up along the way, but every time you goof up, by gosh, it's an educational experience. So you don't do it again, or you find a better way to do it. I need to ask you this is how is it like being in the movie? You don't mess with the Zohan, which was uh, major actor Adam Sandler being in it, which I thought was just absolutely phenomenal. And yet you had a cameo spot in that. Yeah, it, great guys. Producers called me and said, JP, Adam would like to do a film that's a great film about a Secret Service agent that wants to be a hairdresser and go to work in a Paul Mitchell salon. I said, that's great. JP, would you play you in the movie? Would you mind being Paul Mitchell in the movie opposed to John Paul and George? He said, not at all. And it was a blast. He is a super cool guy, by the way. I really like him a lot. He's a great guy. And uh, I, I've seen most of Adam Sandler's movies. I think they're pretty cool, too, because they have an uplifting spirit to them. And I think I think that's it was a blast I had a really good time and we did it at a big paul mitchell school it looked like a giant beautiful salon in new york city it was one of our many paul mitchell schools oh man incredible incredible also too is you've done a lot of work with philanthropy and charitable work can you briefly go through just some of those and why you decided and and, and even have the time to also be able to do any of that that is correct. The majority of my time now is spent in philanthropy. But for example, back in 2008, 9, and 10, the United States was going through a real financial crunch. A lot of people unemployed, a lot of food stamps being given out. I'm a believer that we, the people, can support ourselves. So I started something called Grow Appalachia in Kentucky to cover all the Appalachian states, which there's about seven of them there, where there were about 150,000 people on food stamps. And the thing was this, I'm going to help you get off food stamps. So we're going to start gardening and Bria College worked with me, David at Bria College, to get this going. I paid for all the money. We bought them, the people there, seeds, fertilizer, irrigation equipment, all the stuff you need to be able to garden with, and even tractors where their larger gardens uh, put together. And we got a hold of community churches and organizations. Bring us people on, on, on food stamps. We're going to teach them how to grow their own food. The first year, they'll feed themselves and can for the winter. Second year, since they know how to do it now, they'll grow more and sell it to local grocery stores and farmers markets as organically grown local produce and have an income. Then you can send your food stamps back with a note saying, don't put this in the general fund. Please deduct this from the national deficit. The country helped me out when I needed it. Now I want to give back. So please just take this out of the national deficit and don't put it someplace else. I want to help lower it. That's what we suggested. That and of course, homeless. Homeless is a big problem. In Austin, Texas, we have mobile loaves and fishes, the community. In fact, we're Wi-Fi in the community right now, where the first part was 240 homes for people that were homeless, living under bridges, had no shelters whatsoever. They'd have a decent little house to stay in, organic gardens, organic uh, uh, chickens running around, and we would have metal shop, wood shop, auto shop, all kinds of places for them to work to create a bit of an income for them. Not only to get them out of shelters, but get them to be righteously proud of themselves and their accomplishments go back to society. Many now from that point, even though they still stayed there, went out and got jobs. Now they're paying taxes as well as adding to the community. And needless to say, when it comes to the Sea Shepherd or Waterkeeper Alliance, that's saving the universe. And there's a whole bunch of others, but those are some 
the key ones since I don't have an hour to talk about them all, though I'd love to. But I think it's important too, we're going to talk about just briefly of what your project is now with Rocket. Oh, you betcha. Rocket, uh, we've been at now for over five years and Rocket is a telephone Da, 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 that has all kinds of cool things on it. For example, telemedicine. From home, you're able to get doctors right there on the phone looking at you, you're looking at them. We have very advanced telephones that sell for very, very little. We decided to have a smaller profit instead of a larger one. If you go on to rocket.com or rocket phones, you'll see some of this stuff. We have other things like insurance policies on there, roadside assistance, but it's a first class quality all the way when it comes to the phone. But the app, whether you have our phone or not that you could get on, is the finest quality services at a fraction of the price you would normally take. And my feeling was, let's give back to people in communications because communications is growing all the time. We already have more than a dozen countries at Rocket that want us to Wi-Fi their country. Pretty exciting. Unbelievable. Well, I got to tell you, incredible things you're doing. It can be done. From yes, $700 to turning it works. multi-billion dollar empire. Yes, you can do it going from door to door. That's right. Co-founder and chairman of the board, John Paul Mitchell Systems and founder and chairman of Patron Spirits. You could reach JP at going by going to paulmitchell.com. Incredible things that he's doing. That's what makes a hero helping others. That's what he's doing. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show.